In our present system, ordinary people like you and me cannot amend the law on the federal level. It is possible to do it on state level, but with difficulty. Our best option is to act in our cities and towns. Our cities and towns enjoy a great deal of local autonomy from state and federal governments. But this is ignored by the system as it is understood today. It is even ignored by our mayors and most members of their council. And of course it is ignored by the people. Democracy works best on the local level of small towns where everybody knows your name. On that level, ordinary people can introduce initiatives that will become petitions and ultimately laws. This process allows us to change and amend the law on the local level. The law tends to be conservative. It changes with difficulty. We need ways of changing it more easily and more comprehensively. I have discussed this point in my post entitled Email to a Seattle City Council Member, 3-13-2021 In this post, I will reveal something important that is ignored not only by the people but even by our constitutional experts. The original text of the Constitution as it was first written and adopted is not all there is to the Constitution. The Bill of Rights that was appended to the Constitution introduced something radically new with the Ninth and Tenth Amendments. In other words, there is a tension between the original Constitution and those two amendments. The Bill of Rights consists of ten amendments that limit the powers of the federal government. The first eight amendments protect the rights of the individual person. The last two protect our collective rights as states, on the one hand, and local governments, on the other. This is what is not recognized by our experts and those who are in power. Why is that so? The texts of the Ninth and Tenth Amendments are enigmatic. It is very hard to interpret them. Conservative interpreters are guided by the following rule, when in doubt, abstain. Consequently they act as if the Ninth and Tenth Amendments did not exist or as if they amended nothing. Today we have advanced ways of interpreting enigmatic texts. They are enigmatic for a reason. Had they said clearly what they meant they would have been rejected. They were adopted because they appear to be neutral. There are animals that use camouflage to remain invisible. Our two amendments used a form of camouflage in order not to raise any suspicions. Their purpose was to give back to the states and the people, local cities and towns, the rights they enjoyed before the Constitution was introduced. Now the Constitution took away from the 13 states their most fundamental powers and gave them to the federal government. It shifted the power center to the federal government. Now the anti-federalists saw in this shift a move toward centralized power and imperialism. They opposed the new Constitution, but were defeated by the hawks of power but somehow they found a way of wreaking havoc in the Constitution with the introduction of the Ninth and Tenth Amendments. This means that the Constitution is not a straightforward document. In some respect, it is like a building erected on quicksand. This is how I interpret the Ninth and Tenth Amendments. I recognize that a text can be interpreted in different ways. This is true of the Bible and the Gospel. Why shouldn't it be true of the Constitution? As for you, please feel free to choose the interpretation that makes sense to you. My interpretation gives to the states a much greater autonomy than what they have now. A similar autonomy is enjoyed by local cities and towns in relation to state and federal governments. This is how I introduce greater democracy in our power system. Instead of having a strong, centralized and imperial federal government, we can have a decentralized, more pluralistic and more democratic system. A system that allows greater variety of local laws. The system of the future. What do you think?